0: With the first pick! For 20, 10, 5 touchdown. And here's Jeremy Platt with Between the Tackles. Hey guys, it's Jeremy Platt and I'm back with another episode of Between the Tackles. Today I'll be discussing players who have turned up in the month of December, the race for MVP, playoff bound teams, and a ton more. We have a stacked show today, so let's get started with the newest of news. Starting with some teams who need to change it up with their head coaching. I think this year in the offseason we can expect five or six teams to have new coaches next season. Starting with the Colts, I think Chuck Pagano's gone as he told his team that this is his last rodeo against a depleted Texans team. The Giants, who've already fired their head coach, the Bengals, the Cardinals, the Bears, and maybe another surprise team. I think some head coaching candidates are the Pats' two coordinators, Josh McDaniels and Matt Patricia. I think the Eagles defensive coordinator, Jim Schwartz, former Lions coach, should be a big candidate, and the Eagles' offensive coordinator, Frank Reich. I think Vikings' defensive coordinator, George Edwards, and Panthers' defensive coordinator, Steve Wilkes, will also be a name to listen to, and possibly Todd Wash, the Jaguars' defensive coordinator. In the Colts' situation, I think they go after Matt Nagy, the Chiefs' offensive coordinator, because Chris Ballard and him must have a connection because they were both in Kansas City last year. I see the Giants going after one of those pass coordinators, they know each other all too well, especially with Bill Parcells and the John Merrick connection. I've also heard they could be targeting Jim Schwartz, their division rival's defensive coordinator. I think the Bengals will pursue Jay Gruden and Hugh Jackson, but I don't think they're leaving anytime soon. And the Cards will try to go after Bill O'Brien, or former defensive coordinator Todd Bowles, even though he just signed a new extension. If... Bruce Arians decides to retire. All right, moving on. The former Steelers legend linebacker James Harrison has killed his legacy in Pittsburgh by signing with the New England Patriots. A lot of players on the teams are saying they've been betrayed, but if you think about it, if you can't beat them, you got to join them. I think James Harrison is going after that ring, and we'll see if he gets it this year. In other older news, Aaron Rodgers has returned to the IR. After just one week from coming back from the IR, Aaron Rodgers has sadly gone back to the injured reserve. In his return against the Panthers, he looked great and terrible. He threw for 290 yards and three touchdowns, but he also threw for three interceptions. It looked like Aaron Rodgers is going to pull off his Aaron Rodgers type of magic until his wide receiver Geronimo Allison had a crucial fumble to lose the game. After being eliminated from contention, the Packers didn't want to risk anything, which I don't blame them, but put him on IR to make sure his collarbone will be fully healed by next season but at the same time, this could be a really risky decision because of how well Brett Hundley performed. He struggled against the Vikings last week, and if he struggles in week 17, teams might not be trying to trade for him. A team that I think might want to trade for him are the Arizona Cardinals, especially if Carson Palmer retires. I think they want a veteran-ish quarterback to pick up what they have with David Johnson and Larry Fitzgerald, who's most likely entering his final year. Hopefully he can show out next week against Detroit, but it's very crucial that he does. In other news, a little bit older, the injury gods took away the most breathtaking player in the NFL with Antonio Brown for the rest of their regular season with a torn quad muscle. Thankfully enough, he will return for the playoffs, but right now, A.B. is leading the league in receiving yards, receptions, catches over 20 yards and first down receptions. He was in the MVP conversation until this injury. If he stayed healthy, I bet you he would have got it. But if he stayed healthy, they could have even had home field advantage because they are one Jesse James questionable drop away from beating the Patriots. This could also affect the playoffs, but hopefully the gods of football will allow Antonio Brown to work his magic in the postseason. Similar to the Steelers this week, the Rams are resting their starters, but this is completely different. The Steelers are playing a Browns team that could contend for one of the worst teams in NFL history and the Rams are playing what looks to be an unbeatable 49ers team led by Jimmy G. This could lead to the Rams having to play a really good looking Panthers team that has their swagger back with Cam Newton, and the Saints would get to play either a depleted Seahawks team or a team they just whooped in the Falcons. The Rams are also having Todd Gurley give up his rushing title, which I'm sure isn't too big of a deal for him, but could have implications on MVP. The Rams should be looking to win this game and put their starters in at least for the first half, but if I've learned anything this year, it's it's not to question who i think should be coach of the year, Sean McVay. All right, since we're on topic of the NFL playoffs, i'm going to tell you which teams will make the playoffs and go far. Let's start with the wild card teams in the NFC. We already know the Panthers are in, but at the 6th seed, i see the Seattle Seahawks. Russ is having an amazing season and has accounted for 35 of the 36 teams touchdowns. He's having one of the most impressive seasons with a tragic team around him. I think his play is MVP worthy, but because of how bad his team is, i don't think he's going to get it. He makes some crazy insane plays like he's a magician behind the line of scrimmage. But that Seahawks team did give up 47 points to the Rams and have one of the worst offensive lines I've ever seen. A win will make it six straight playoff appearances for the Hawks, but I don't see them beating a team like the Rams nor the Saints, but I do see them making it to January. In the AFC, I cannot see the Tennessee Titans making it to the playoffs. They're just not ready yet. They're going downhill, and if they miss the playoffs this season, Mike Malarkey could possibly be on his way out. They're finally starting Derrick Henry, which is what I've been waiting for, and I'm very excited to see him this week against the Jags. I think if he has a monster game against... With the titans they might be able to make that wild card in the sixth seed but in the sixth seed i do see the chargers making it and in the fifth seed i see it going to the baltimore ravens surprisingly i can see both these teams going further in the wild card round they both have incredible defenses that can both compete with the Patriots' offense, and if they get some pressure on Brady, we might see a new representative of the AFC in that wild card round. It's going to be Blake Bortles and the swagged out Jaguars team versus Philip Rivers and the team that pulled it one of the best comebacks since 1992 with an 0-4 start. In the other matchup, we'll see the high-powered Chiefs offense versus Joe Flacco and that Terrell Suggs-led defense. In that matchup, I see the Chiefs coming out on top simply because against playoff-bound teams, the Ravens have struggled. They haven't allowed less than 23 points. I don't think they'll be able to contain Tyreek Hill or Kareem Hunt. In the NFC wildcard round, I think the Saints will dominate the Seahawks in New Orleans, and I think Cam Jordan will have a hat trick in sacks, three of them. He doesn't get enough recognition and should be a candidate for the defensive player of the year. On offense, I think the deadly duo will ball out with Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara. I think Ingram will especially have a huge day, it's just one of those gut feelings that I'm going with it. I think the best game of the year will come down in the Coliseum as the Carolina Panthers travel to LA. It'll be a complete showdown between cam newton todd Gurley, luke keekley and aaron donald i think it's going to be one of those rare shootouts where each team scores more than 30 points but i think the rams will end up winning it because of a huge play on special teams it'll either be Tavon austin or pharaoh cooper but before the rams in, are in the playoffs they still need to play the red hot 49ers who i think they'll lose to. Call me biased, but the 49ers have lo- haven't have been swept by the Rams since 2004, and Jimmy Garoppolo has looked unstoppable as of late. In the offseason, Jimmy is going to sign a mega deal, and if he wins this game, the 49ers will have more hype in the offseason than any team has ever had. I've been on the Jimmy G hype train since he arrived in SF, and I think he'll be the future of the NFL. I'm so excited to see what's in store for San Fran, and the wait is finally over. Since 2014, the faithful has been saying, oh, it's a rebuilding year. We just need time. But now Jimmy G is here, and we'll be reestablishing dominance next season. We're going to take over the league, and I'm sh- sure it'll be a fun offseason for the Niners. Jimmy G isn't in the race for MVP, but his opponent this week is in Todd Gurley. He's having an MVP caliber season, and he definitely has my vote. He isn't going to play this week, so he'll end the season with 19 touchdowns and over 2,000 yards from scrimmage. He's gotten on- he's only gotten better as the season goes on. He's looked unstoppable in these past two games against the Seahawks and the Titans, and has been incredible to watch, especially owning him in fantasy. If it's not Gurley, I think it'll most likely be Tom Brady. Even though he's thrown an interception in each of the last 5 games, he's still very deserving of the award. He's quietly led this Patriots team to what will be a 13-3 and record and at 40 years old, he leads the league in passing yards and is third in passing touchdowns. I've never seen anything like this, but at 40 years old, if there was one guy to do it, it'd have to be the GOAT in Tom Brady. I'd also like to give a little shout out to some of the players who've quietly turned it up in the month of December and November. I'm going to start out with Keenan Allen. I think he's a top three receiver this year and deserves a ton of love. He's very underappreciated and is worthy of all pro this year. A running back who needs some love is LaShawn McCoy. He's quietly fourth in the league in rushing and leads the league with 12 runs of 20 or more yards. He's also also single-handedly led the Bills to be a playoff team potentially. The final guy I'd like to give some recognition to is one of the best cornerbacks in the game with Darius Slay for the Lions. He leads the league in interceptions and broken up passes this year. He's a phenomenal athlete and a tremendous player. I think the Lions need to make sure he doesn't go anywhere anytime soon. The final thing I'm going to talk about today is how excited I am to see quarterback Patrick Mahomes for the Kansas City Chiefs. I think he's going to be one of the most exciting players to watch in the NFL in these next five years. He's got a legendary arm. He's pretty mobile, and he's so fun to watch. I love him coming out of college. He's almost video game-like, and he's got a cannon and with Tyreek Hill and DeAnthony Thomas I think he'll be launching it next year. In the next five years, I'm going to give you my top five teams. Let's start with the San Francisco 49ers, as I previously talked about, and Jimmy G. They've got a great head coach and GM with Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch. They have a big leader on defense with Reuben Foster, and this year they're going to have crazy free agents come in there. Then I also see it's going to be the Rams with Jared Goff, Todd Gurley, Sean McVay, Aaron Donald, I can go on. They're proving so many haters wrong this year, including me. At just 31 years old, the rookie head coach has led them to the playoff. I think it's going to be the Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Kareem Hunt, Travis Kelsey, Eric Berry, Marcus Peters, and Big Red Andy Reid, head coach. I think the Cowboys will be up there with Zeke and Dak leading the charge. And finally, I think it's going to be the Eagles with Carson Wentz, who has just been the best football quarterback this year. He's a beast. The Eagles found a total gem with him in the draft. All right, that's it for today. Please follow me on social media on Instagram at Between the Tackles and Twitter at BTWN the Tackles and check out everything I post. That's all for today. I'll see you guys soon. Enjoy the New Year's. Turn up for me. Jeremy out.